I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello Waco and welcome to Waco PD on the beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. And I am Officer Draper with the Neighborhood Engagement Team. That's right, you did it. Third I episode down. I know. And we've got Detective Michael Fife here with, I guess, computer crimes, but we're going to talk about why maybe that name should maybe change. It needs, gonna, to change. it needs to change. It needs to change. We're going to talk about and We're what both going to learn so much. We really are. Okay. Hopefully I'll learn something too. Yeah. <laughs> we're all, this is a learning <laughs> episode. <laughs> Let's start with basics. Uh, you know, how long have you been with the Waco Police Department? So, as of this recording, today is my 12th year as a commission officer. <gasps> <with Waco. gasps> Congratulations. Yes. That's so exciting. Uh, I was commissioned in these, can I say the date? Yeah. Okay. yeah. December 8th, 2010 was when I was commissioned. That's amazing. That's oh, exciting. Yeah. 12 years. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Only 30 more to go. I was going to say, how many do you plan on doing? <laughs> well, since I just have a bad, brand new baby girl at home, oh. I'll probably here oh, for at right. least another 16. Oh, so that's so exciting. So. Oh, baby five. So cute. They are cute. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Not <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> Anywho, that's not what we're here to talk about. That's not what, that's not what we're talking about. Yes, nothing to do with computer crap. Yes, so. computer crap. <laughs> so, have you only been with Waco Police Department? Have you been an officer before? No, uh, Waco's my first department that I worked for. Before that, I was in the military. Okay, well, thank you for your service. It, what you know brought you to being a police? I guess people from the military, they kind of always like, yeah, it was kind of the same, easy transition. Well, mine was actually a transition out of necessity. Hmm, so. Okay. Not too much craziness, but when I got back from my second deployment in it from Iraq, my then wife kicked me out of the house and said she was divorcing me. And oh. I was getting out of the Army, and so I needed to figure out what I was going to do. Yeah. And again, kind of like you were saying, I needed to find something that could use my skill set that mm -hmm. I learned from the Army and it'd still be something that I would enjoy to do. Mm -hmm. So I actually thought about before I went into the military, law enforcement. So I'm like, okay. I'll look around, see what's out there. And uh, landed in Waco. Lo oh. and behold, Waco nice. PD, 12 years later. Yeah. Happy to have you. So yes. explain, you know, the, the 12 years that you've been here. Well, you started out as patrol. Yep. So I did uh, about six and a half years in patrol. And then I moved over to my current position uh, in computer crimes. All right. So about 50%, 50% yeah. in patrol, 50% in this. And so, okay, let's talk about computer crimes. Yeah. Okay. Because, first of all, I sent you questions, and you were like, that's not really what I want to do. you think computer crimes, I mean. I'm thinking something happens to where I am victimized, you know, through something on the internet or email or something, whether or not, and then you investigate that. But you do not. We do not. You do not do that. So explain what you do. So what I do, so a, a more correct term for what I do is an examiner. So I actually fall under, or used to fall under the umbrella of uh, crime scene unit. We were a subsection to them. Uh, and then what we do is that anything that contains any type of digital media, so cell phones, computers, tablets, uh, digital recording devices, anything of, those na of that nature that might have evidence that we need is submitted to our lab. And we're the ones that go and either hack into the device to get the data open up the device, extract the data, and then we comb through it uh, to see if there's anything that might be important to the detective that submitted it, and we give that data to them in a report, and then they follow up from there. Hmm. See, I had no idea. Like, I'm, I'm an officer, and I had no idea that that's exactly what, uh, what y'all did, and that's 
You got to be pretty smart to do that. I do good I just to unlock gets, my computer. I think he gets that a lot. I think he gets the, uh, I had no idea. Yes, yes. Comment we, often. Yeah. So Just by yeah. that facial expression. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you, you hear, like you said, you hear computer crimes yeah. and you think, well, you investigate the crimes that happen with people on computers. Yeah. And I think that comes back uh, to when the unit was first created back in, I believe, 2004 is when the unit was first created. Mm-hmm. And their primary focus was working with computers. And so I think they just called them computer crimes because right. they were dealing mm-hmm. probably about 99% of their workload was working on computers. Mm-hmm. Whereas in today's age, my workload is about 90% cell phones. Wow. So you don't actually investigate an actual crime. You will actually go through the data the the data or the actual thing to us to assist or is it are you actually like a detect the so so what i I do so to kind of we'll go we'll go walk through kind of what baby steps there we go (laughs) i like you're talking to your daughter (laughs) because so basically what i have a detective so like let's say uh special crimes um they're working a case and they want to uh know where this person might have been this person had a cell phone on them. Well, they'll bring us the cell phone. It's like, hey, can we get the location data off the phone? The phone's locked. They won't give us the passcode. You know, very typical scenario. Well, then we go in with our tools that we have, and we'll break into the phone, whether it be through digital means, so uh, and extracting the data and then looking through it that way, or actually physically removing the memory chip from the phone and then reading the data directly from the chip. And then we'll look for the data that the detective's looking for, in this case, location data. And then whatever location data we get, we'll put in a report for them. And they, you know, then it gets turned back over to the detective, and then they use that to further their investigation. Wow. Dang. Mind blown. Mind blown. I did not know that. That's wow. awesome. Wow. And so how many of you are doing this job? I believe in the county there is – Four of us. So we have two here okay. at Waco PD, myself and Detective Varney. Uh, I believe the TAG unit has one through either county or DPS. And then Woodway has an officer. Do y'all all it. work together? Do you just do Waco PD stuff, or do y'all so all work together for the county? So we we consider ourselves a, a county resource. So mm-hmm. I've, I've worked with most other agencies in McLennan County. I've also assisted with some federal agencies as well uh, because we could typically have a quicker turnaround time than if they had to send their stuff off to their individual labs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've done stuff for ATF um, and so Secret Service. So oh, wow. so we, we, we help anyone who needs it. Uh, so we, we, don't, we don't discriminate here. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That's, that's impressive. Very yeah. impressive. And how, how important, I guess your job is really important because I'm sure your job takes a lot of time. It is, is very time consuming. We can only move as fast as our data can be processed. Mm. So, I mean, and with everyone's devices, get, as they get larger and larger, it takes more time to, to comb through that data. Like a typical cell phone I'm getting now, uh, if we're looking for certain images, a certain typical cell phone will have about 20,000 images on it. Oh, Wow. 20,000? 20,000. So if you think about any website you go to, all those images, mm-hmm. they're actually downloaded to your phone most of the time. Stop it. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Like on a website? Yep. 
The reason that your phones do that, so if you go back to that website, it can load faster. Oh, look so, at this mind wow. blown. So, obviously, a detective yeah. doesn't need 20,000 images. So, one of the longest things we do, and we, as you've done it for a while, you get a little faster at mm-hmm. it. But you, we comb through all that, you know, clear out a lot of the noise and be like, all right, here's, here's only 3,000 images. That might be more. Might be more what you're looking, looking for. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. And nowadays, I mean, everything is technology. So, yeah. I'm sure so, that it's. So, keep going. No, I, th- I, th- I was going to say, so, I mean, I'm, you've got your hands full. I, and busy. and <laughs> I was going to jump off of that saying, in the six years that you've been doing this, how has that changed? Because technology, I mean, we we were pretty technologically advanced six years ago, but from six years to now, totally different, right? Yeah, and so a lot of that nowadays, so back, back when the unit first started, a lot of the skill sets that they use was a lot of like manual, like manually finding this stuff. Well, today, because there's so much data, it's not possible. So we rely on software tools. And which, when new phones come out and our software updates come out, sometimes those software programs need to, or the tools that we use have to change to be able to extract the data from the phones. Because phone companies, are, they're more about trying to, to keep your data safe. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we have to figure out ways to make it, in a Correct way, un- <laughs> unsafe so we yeah. can get it. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, it's a... Cat and mouse game. You know, yeah. so someone will come out with a new thing that you know, makes our tools useless. And then a couple of months down the line, you know, wow. we'll get an update that now allows us to you know, bypass yeah. that. So it's just a back and forth. So they, so, so they don't even help because, like you said, the phone companies are trying to do everything we can to make their phones safe. But then we, in turn, kind of are hacking that. But they don't, even as a police department, they don't provide certain tools or ways to... They do not. Oh, my goodness. So th- this stuff is... I mean, I'm sure you've got to have like a basic knowledge of technology, but is there a lot of training and stuff that you there, go to there to is. kind of so learn? There, there is not a requirement to be tech savvy, if you want to say. I actually have my degree in computer science, so it helps. Oh, I was going to say that. Well, where's the so, degree? Uh, <laughs> and so, and, uh, but yeah, there's still also a lot of training. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've been to, like when I first started before COVID hit, I, there was one time where I was gone for an entire month. At training. Wow. I did two weeks in. That would uh, have to give me an entire year. And even then, (laughs) (laughs) probably kick me out of the unit. (laughs) Well, and it's definitely one of those things. If if you're not, if you don't like technology, if you don't like to delve into the, because sometimes you'll come across a problem and there's not a, there's not a solution out there. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of have to, what, what if I tried this? You have to be able to be like, I'm willing to step outside my, my normal tool set and try Mm -hmm. something different. And then if it works, you're amazed. <laughs> and if it doesn't, you're like, well, that didn't work. We'll try something else. Okay, so when did you get the computer science degree? Did you always have that before the I, military? I, I got it while I was in the military. Okay. And so, um, but yeah, I just ever since I was a little kid, I've been tinkering with computers, building my own computers, uh, breaking computers. <laughs> and I so I get that one. <laughs> uh, but so but then. Yeah. So then when you were transitioning transitioning from pr- patrol to this unit, did, I mean, did you know about the unit beforehand? That was actually one How of How did you get into it? So the, this unit that we're in is actually, when I was being recruited by Babe Torres, this is one of the units that he told me about because I told him that was an interest of mine. Mm-hmm. 
Now, granted, he never told me how hard it could be potentially to get into the unit because mm. there's only two people in the position. Mm-hmm. And most like, typically, most p- the people in it before me usually stayed in there until they retired. So it doesn't usually come open very often. Wow. And so, but when I joined Waco, my, one of my goals was if this unit came open, that, that's what I'll. That's what you want. What so I want. you plan on staying in this position until you retire? That's, that's the plan. That's right the plan. It, it could, I mean, it we all change. know our plans ch- could change, but as of right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. So just imagine how much more technology will change. That's right? going to be interesting because, yeah, digital forensics is a compared to other forensic sciences, is a very new and young science. And so, and with how fast technology changes, mm-hmm. no, it's still going to be, it still kind of stays in that, like, young infant phase, like, trying to figure how things work. Cool. So, now, the detective comes to you and he's like, hey, I, I got to, you know, figure A, B, and C out. And how often are you able to help the case but then are there times where you're like, I got nothing? There, there's as both. Unfortunately, we don't get a lot of a feedback, I guess, to say, hey, <laughs> we, no, this cracked the case. I yeah. mean, I do know of a, there was a stalking case that I was helping on. And the funny thing is that we weren't, nothing was submitted to our lab, but a detective had questions on how uh, certain technologies worked. And so I was able to go and say, hey, this is how the technologies look. I was looking at the returns that they got from a, provider and with information that they had that they couldn't really make sense of I was able to help them uh, locate some information that was critical to their case Uh, I actually tied a person to a location that it was a stalking case and so and he was saying he was somewhere else but because of the information we had we could tie at least the phone he was using to a certain location wow wow and so oh my goodness that's what I'm saying. I mean, those phones hold so much info. Oh, they do. I mean. Oh. And we love it. <laughs> so I, I would say then, wh- what's the most common thing that you are working on? Or, or lo- like, are you usually? So my two, I say, what I tell people, my two primary clients for what I do is our Crimes Against Children unit and our Special Crimes unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so typically with the Crimes Against Children, it's typically dealing with 13 through 15-year-old girls doing stuff on social media that they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. and then that gets leaked out everywhere, and then it becomes a giant mess. So they bring it to me to see what can we find out. Uh, what's this? Were they coerced? Were they yeah. not? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. and then with uh, special crimes, it's like, you know, well, was this really a suicide? Was this, no, no the homicide? Mm-hmm. Uh, where were these people at? So, again, location data is usually a big one. Um, so, Wow. And I think you bring up a good point, and I think that's kind of a sidebar here, is with the Crimes Against Children unit and how dangerous social media is and, and even texting and emailing and all these different things. Um, how ma- I mean, how many times do you see that, you know, there are these – underage kids basically you know probably doing things that they shouldn't be doing but maybe don't realize how dangerous it is more more than i would i would like uh so uh and i can speak from personal experience uh from a family member that went through it that their kid no got on an app 
And it happened to be, actually, it was a karaoke app. Oh. And teenagers uh, crave attention. Mm -hmm. So predators know that. And so, no, she started talking to individuals on this karaoke singing site, and they were telling her how how beautiful her voice was, and no, you can go all the way. Mm. And don't get me wrong; she's not a bad singer, but she's she's not. Yeah, right, right. Carrie, she's not. Yeah, yeah. She uh, <laughs> but uh, and so they were telling her all these things, and they, then you can see the progression where they start asking even more personal questions and stuff like that. So luckily, we were able to stop it before it got too far. But in my line of work with cases, I you can see there's a progression that you can see, yeah. and they're working up to a point where they get you the individual to be comfortable. Hey, well, send me a picture in. Yeah. No, your swimsuit. Sure. Yeah. And then from there, they just they try just to get less and less and less, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, that's something for like parents and stuff to understand. Is even these apps are probably some sort of chat feature yep. with all of them. You know that you might think even though it's a karaoke app, there's still some sort of way. To communicate, yep. so just kind of paying attention to those things and then just kind of talking to the kids and making sure they understand. And, and I think that's the biggest part because a lot of the times I hear parents were like, I, I didn't know my child was doing this. Yeah. And I know a lot of parents want to give their children a sense of privacy. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when you hand them a device that's connected to the entire world, that's something that they can't have unfeathered access to. Yeah. And I, and I, my kids... I can. I tell them I have the right at any time to take that device and go through it. And no, especially with your job, your kids probably know <laughs> that I can find anything. You will yes. find everything. I, so, but that's the regular parrot, though. If yeah. you're not if you're not checking on your children to see what they're doing, you will never know that they're talking to some interesting characters. Yeah. Online. I, this is just crazy, like, karaoke app. Like, you wouldn't really think that that's actually, like, oh, yeah, it's just, she's just singing. There's no, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's good. A lot, of, a lot of stuff is just education. You yep. know, a lot of people don't know. I wouldn't have thought at, at karaoke app, but to hear that probably every single app out there has some sort of chat feature yep. um, and to know how to get into it, you know, and to, you know, and understand that as, as a parent, you can go through that child's phone and make sure that, it's not invasion of privacy. It's just to make sure that they're staying safe Safety. because they might not fully understand the full concept of everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, that's the thing. They, it's they're predators, again, they, they target that, that age, mm-hmm. you know, between 13 and 15-ish, because there's a lot of changes going on, both physically, emotionally. It's like, you know, yeah. what's the worst I... I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> it's okay. We can cut and Yeah. The physiology? There we go. Yes. It's a hard uh, one. And, yes. And, um, and so, and they also crave that attention. And so, again, no matter what the app is, predators know this, so they're going to be there. And so parents just need to be, one, they need to talk to their children about you know, being safe on anything that they're doing. And two, they need to put the expectation forward this, just so you know, though, not because I don't trust you. Right. It's that I don't trust the other people on the other side. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so how important has your job been when it comes to separating that work from the detective? Because like you said, it can be time consuming. Uh, I mean, you, you, you don't really, what do you mean by separate? Well, I guess like the detective doesn't have to do that, right? Because... How would it be if the detective had to do what you were doing too? Well, 
one, so the the, the software we use is not it's not a cheap software. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So money. To be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had to say. Yeah. So, so so money money is a factor. Uh, again, it's a skill set. Education detectives, in there. <laughs> education there. So again, especially with some older detectives who maybe started when computers weren't a huge driving force. Mm-hmm. Now telling them, hey, go through. Now, this cell phone or, or this tablet and extract the data and go through that data and exp- you know, be able to explain in court how you extracted that data. Get it off the hard drive. What's a hard drive? So. <laughs> right. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So what has been your favorite part about working in this unit? Uh, really, for me, it's been the learning. Um, so the, the being able to know that I can go in, take a phone apart, remove the memory chip from it, and be able to read directly from the memory chip. I mean, granted, the phone is completely destroyed, but I still got the data. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, that's what matters to us. Mm-hmm. And so this is, you know, when you know when someone thinks, ha, I broke my phone, you can't get anything off of it, and I could take it apart, go to where the memory chip is, and remove the chip, because unless you know exactly where that memory chip is, breaking the screen is not going to stop me. I didn't think I'd find it, yeah. And so... Okay, good to know. Make sure that if I break my phone, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your phone. <laughs> <laughs> what what's been the what, what's been like a, a hard part about your job, or like what, you maybe you get a, a you know a detective comes to you and they're like, hey, can you help me do this and this, and you're like, oh, I hate the, when I, it's the hardest part. Well, no, the, the hardest part is when you actually have to deal with what I would call like legit child porn Mm -hmm. so like worst case scenario i've seen as young as three months being being assaulted yeah Yeah, so going through i mean it's you're grateful that you found it because now you can get rid of that person off the streets Mm -hmm. so he can't be a predator anymore but again you still have to find those images or those videos yeah so that's actually probably the, the hardest part. Right, right. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's going to be difficult. Um, that's just tough for a lot of people. So, yeah. well, I like to talk or ask this question to everyone because, you know, it gives us a time to kind of maybe not all officers like donuts, you know? You never know. They all do. (laughs) (laughs) They tell you otherwise they're lying. A better question would be, what is your favorite donut place? Uh, Well, I would see. But. (laughs) Thank you. Just kidding. No relation. (laughs) (laughs) Although people think that's funny. They're like, oh, Shipley, you work at the police department. I'm like, yes. Well, you think about it. My last name is Fife. And you're probably too young. Uh, You're probably too young, too. Was that like five oh? No. Well, that's that's my badge number is the five oh. But do you know who Barney Fife is? Barney Fife, that's what it is. Do you know who the, that is? The though? name she sounds really familiar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Every time I think of your last name, I honestly just think of like, uh, like Fee Five Fofum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest about that that's one. That's okay. That's every time I read that. I know it's Fee Five Fofum, but I say five. <laughs> so. You ever heard of the Andy Griffith show? Yes. Okay, so, so there's a deputy on there called Barney Fife. <gasps> oh. So 
Is he like the, f- is he he's he's the funny, funny he's one? The I was going to say, he's, he's the funny, he's okay. The funny one. Okay, yeah. then yes. Okay, so I'm like, I'm on the cusp of like being too young. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, I like it. That's good. Okay, anyway, back to my original question okay. though. Sidebar. Misconception, stereotype, just something you'd like to remind the community of as they see us on the streets. Uh, we're, we're not trying to get you in trouble. I think when people see police, most of the time, there's like, oh, they're here to, to find out if I did something wrong. You know, in the work that I do you know, in digital forensics, I'm not necessarily looking for evidence to see if you're the guilty party. I'm there to see whether the information can get you off the list, mm-hmm. you know, clear you of what you have, so we can focus on, you know, people who are involved in it. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's one thing I would like people to think is, like, we're not there to... No, prove that you did something wrong per se. Yeah. No, we might be there to try to figure out that you didn't have anything to do with it. Sure. That way we sure. can we can move on to the actual people who are involved. Yeah. It's just there to find. So I mean, the truth. Yeah. You know, whether it's it's clearing you, or finding an actual person yeah. who did it. Mm-hmm. So. I think too often people focus on the fact that they they finding guilt mm-hmm. instead of clearing. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I like that one. No one said that one yet. They usually just talk about donuts. <laughs> I don't know why you're <laughs> This is the first honest. one I've been on, so I haven't had a chance. I mean, you're my first one, one with that question. Oh, so yeah, now no. I can. That's going to be a tough one to beat. I'm it sure so. No, I don't know. So. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't it, even remember what was the mine. New year. I know. We <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing that these are recorded. You can go back and. Exactly. I know. Listen, said. you might have said something this about. This is going to go on for forever. You, know, forever. you might have said something about, like, you guys are human, too, type. I'm not a robot? Yeah, no. I don't know. Have you met somewhere else? No. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you a list later. funny. <laughs> I'm a comedian in my spare time. <laughs> I no, laugh at all my own jokes. <laughs> yes, exactly, yes. exactly. Well, thank you so much for Welcome. joining yeah, us. Anything fun. else you'd like to talk about or, or anything that you want to clear up? Because no one knows what you do. But now... Many people know. I was going to say, I am educated, and I I, and I now, feel like I have learned so anytime much Anytime someone goes, I'm five, I don't know what he does. I'll be like, let me tell you what he does. <laughs> and then you're going to start talking about the Andy Griffin show. I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of this show? <laughs> it's great. I'm going to say. <laughs> you have a computer science degree, because I don't. I, I do not. I, I, don't. I have mad respect for that. Again, I am not tech savvy, yeah. so. That is so impressive. you're telling me you can't tell me about the different file systems? Mm. <sighs> like, can you name one? Fi- <sighs> like the like M drive on our. Uh, <laughs> that's a hard drive, or it's a oh. storage drive. Oh, okay. <laughs> at least so. you got something in a drive. Yeah. At least I, at least I said something. You so would reverse be another drive? <laughs> <laughs> file so. systems. Yep. Mm, I don't even know in what context a file system is. So how does a hard drive store? Your files. There, there has to be a the, format the that it has to follow, right? Of co- yes. Yes. And so different file systems have different structures. Of course. And so the reason that's important in my job, at least back when they were first starting off, we would learn how file structures were actually set up. And so I could manually go into a computer, look at the ones and zeros, be able to read that. Oh, that. And so, and then I could say, okay, it's this type of file system. The file system stores stuff like this. And then I would be able to follow that trail to the file that I was looking for. 
Oh. Now we have really cool tools. You know what trail I have followed is the one to Lost. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, but he said he said the ones and zeros, and I do escape rooms all the time. I love escape rooms, and there was one escape room <laughs> that we had to do, and we had to connect all the ones and like we had to match. What is what is the code called? What's so it, the it, ones it, and zeros binary. 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 Yeah, code. Binary code, and we had to just know what that was, and I was like, well, I'm I'm never getting out of here. <laughs> That's what get comfy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, we was did. that the one that I was on with you? Yes. I think you that's what there. I did. I got comfy because I was like, we're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've accepted you the were there. Yes. destination. And uh, so. Yeah. So fast forward, we did not get out of that okay. room. <laughs> I wish Fife was with us. <laughs> <laughs> that would have literally clicked in his head so fast. I would have been like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Ones and zeros. Yeah. Ones and zeros. Okay. So what's a file? But the, the name of file system. So you have fat. Of course. I knew that. Then you have fat thirty two. Oh. Then you have X fat. Okay. Like f- like we're like F A T fat. Yep. Fat is a file system. Yep. Fat is a file system. Uh, file. I'm trying. I can't remember what the acronym is for. I used to. So fat on me. I should. I have Google. Wow. See, I never would have guessed. I had no idea. I see. I learned something new today. So, and the thing which is funny because we get it a lot with some of our tech discussions. Our reports can be rather large. Uh huh. And so they'll bring us flash drives to put the report on. And depending on how the flash drive is formatted in, it can only hold certain size files. Mm-hmm. So we have to usually reformat them to put them in the correct file system size to put bigger files on. File allocation table. table. There we go. File allocation table. There you go. And wow. And so. Dang. And so how many are there? Oh, there, there's oh, a okay. lot. Never mind. It doesn't yeah. know the number. It's... <laughs> the limit does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so if the fast systems; those are for PC. Macs have their own file system that they oh use. Jeez. Uh, and so. Oh then, my. Uh, then you have Linux systems, hmm. which most people outside of computer realms probably never even heard of Linux. No, I barely understand binary. <laughs> 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 ones and zeros. <laughs> ones and zeros binary. That's what I got. Yep. But yep. yep. Well. And you put enough of those together, you can get hexadecimal. Of course, of, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, next time someone comes up to me and it's like, what do you do, man? You tell them to come listen to the podcast. There we go. I will and then do they'll that. know. Yeah. They'll know. I'll have to tell our detectives to do that so they, they know what I do. Oh, exactly. I'll start putting it out. I'll be like, did you know what our computer crimes does? And they'll be like, this is absolutely really not. not. <laughs> absolutely not. And because so we, we got a I podcast guess, yeah, on that. You kind of said we got to rename that computer yeah. crimes. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? You said forensic data. So digital forensics. That's what it That'd is. That would be a, a good name for it. Digital forensics. Yep. That sounds fancy. I know. That sounds fancy. Yeah. I, I like mean, that way better. It's way more tech savvy as to what you're doing yeah. now. So here's the interesting. So there's a term called Internet of Things. Yes, of Things. Why does that, that sound familiar? Why does that sound familiar? Internet of Things. So what is that? So what? It, that. It, it catches the broad categories of devices. So think about a smart a smart refrigerator, right? Uh huh. They connect to the internet now. Crime prevention. Crime prevention. Totally internet of things. <laughs> <laughs> so don't remember what it is. <laughs> so yeah, Internet of Things is what it stands for. It's for yes. all your devices that aren't like your typical phones or your computers yes. that connect to the internet. <laughs> so refrigerators, microwaves, Alexa, wash, right? No. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, yeah. you can use or Alexa like, or like your doorbell. Doorbell. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, so think about uh, some of my training. This is a little bit off the cusp. Uh, no, we're all learning. Everybody who's listening so to this is like, got down their notepad. They were a case, and an individual was saying that he, he couldn't have been in the house. Well, they had a smart refrigerator, 
And so they were able to pull data off the smart refrigerator as to when someone was opening and closing the door. What? And that with that information and his cell phone data, they could they put him in the house at that time. Stop it. Wow. So this is like CSI in real life. And so they were able to use the information from a smart refrigerator mm. to, to the tie internet someone. of things. Yep. That's crazy. So Dang. Th- things people don't think about. Internet of things. How many things. things do you think you have in your house that are? Now when I go internet home and open and close my refrigerator and be like, oh, no, me getting the jelly out. <laughs> <laughs> you have a smart fridge? No. Oh. I like to tell it it's smart. <laughs> <laughs> she, she likes to make it feel better about itself. You are I smart. Just, I just, <laughs> you is smart. <laughs> I just want a fridge that makes two kinds of ice. To, like the poop ice, that's what I call it. The little the little niblets. I was going to say, well, technically it kind of does if you have a water spigot. It gives you liquid ice and frozen ice. Oh, look at this. It's all about, <laughs> it's all about perspective, how you, yes. how you look, look at, at it. Yes. Yeah, Glass so. half full of ice. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Well, I think I think we're, uh, we're, we're wrapping it up here. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank Detective Five for yes. coming on and. Listening, you're talking to us yeah. about educating us and letting us letting us in on, on what you do day in and day out, and you're not just the the public, but I mean just other officers too. Now we yeah. can. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know about the Internet of Things. That's Internet right. of Things <laughs> file systems, hyperdecimal, gloss- hexadecimal. hexadecimal. You were close. <laughs> you're so close. It's okay. We'll work on it. Working on it. Working well, on it. Thank you guys for joining us here on Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. And I am Officer Draper with the Neighborhood Engagement Team. Have a good one, Waco. Waco PD on the Beat. The heartbeat serving 